In the world of making payments on site, the ring is the thing. That's right, a wearable ring that allows you to pay for products and get some attention while you're doing it. To explain how it works, we have Aaron Walner, the Chief Marketing Officer of Quantic Bank. He'll also tell us about Quantic's forays into the metaverse here on Bankadelic. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks again for tuning into Bankadelic. Lou Carlozo, your host here. And today we have someone that is going to talk about an exciting new technology. I have never heard about this before. And that person is Aaron Walner. Aaron is the chief marketing officer at Quantic Bank in New York City. Quantic now has assets topping $1 billion and a staff of more than 200. Their mission is to provide non-traditional prime mortgage financing to low-income households, small business owners, immigrants, and other diverse borrowers. Quantic bases its underwriting decisions on character, credit, equity, and the borrower's overall circumstances. As for Aaron, he's a marketing leader in the fintech space with more than 15 years experience building high-performance teams that extract insights from data to drive growth. He's worked alongside companies ranging from Fortune 100 members to startups and has a track record for using data to clarify and connect business goals with the right digital marketing strategy. In that way, he has enabled innovation, performance, and growth. Aaron's expertise runs the gamut from acquisition marketing strategy to brand building and storytelling to performance-based UX design and a whole hell of a lot more. Aaron, welcome to Bankadelic. Thanks so much, Luke. Glad to be here. Where I'd love to start is getting listeners up to date on where Quantic has been. We have been following you from the very beginning, and it just seems like it's one more achievement after another. Where have the milestones taking place. Bring us up to date. Yeah, absolutely. So the past couple of years really have been exciting for us. And if you sort of go back to the beginning of the story, shortly after the financial meltdown around 2010, we were sort of the little bank that could, Stephen Stahl, my boss and CEO, bought a troubled community bank outside of New York City. And we've just fully transformed. You know, It's one of those buzzwords, digital transformation. What does it even mean at this point? 
the incredible thing is that we've done that. We've been through that. So we can actually sort of articulate what that meant for us. And so we're at the other end of that experience that entailed a lot of hurdles and not to mention we're a financial institution that's heavily regulated. And so, yeah, I think the past couple of years have been breakthrough for us. So in terms of growth, from a customer standpoint, we've roughly tripled our customer base in the past 18 months. On the mortgage side, we're now one of the leaders in terms of funding dollars in the non-QM mortgage space. So our ambition is to be number one in short order. To our people, we're now over 400 people, which represents 100% growth over the past roughly 18 months. It's been a pretty wild ride the past couple of years, but I think it comes down to sort of transformation, us living that, and then sort of coming out the other end. It's great when a bank, of course, has a physical presence, but digital technology can expand and build upon that so much more and can even make relationships possible where they really couldn't happen before. How is Quantic using its technology to come closer to people and in the process make things more efficient? Yeah, I think the last part is the easier part, right? You know, there's no doubt in terms of the benefits that technology brings with it from an efficiency standpoint, right? You apply technology to a certain part of the business and the name of the game is unlocking efficiency. And that's actually not the hard part. In my experience, the hard part is the human touch. If we're applying technology to different parts of the bank, whether it's bank operations and bringing automation there, whether it's a product we develop that's technologically based, we can go into sort of some of the newer things that we're doing on that side. I think efficiency is sort of given almost the expectation. Something that we think about a lot is the sacrifice, right? And so typically there's a trade-off. For us, you know, we're very conscious about that trade-off. And what does that mean from a customer experience standpoint? That is something that we think about. We apply different things. We've thought a lot about how to make a two-dimensional dot-com digital bank experience have more depth and more warmth, right? There's technology solutions there, chatbots, but do people want to talk to chatbots? And so I think we experiment with a lot of different things. And it's really a puzzle almost to try and figure out where to apply automation and then where to make sure that we're not letting go of and forgetting about the human touch and that experience for the customer to be frictionless and hopefully enjoyable. Speaking of enjoyable, I have got to say that a, I've never heard of this idea before, and B, it sounds like downright fun, which is a payment ring. <laughs> I mean, this is incredible. I'm wondering where on earth you guys got the idea and how does it work? What's it going to do? Yeah, so that's something that we launched just over a month ago at this point, and it certainly took more than a month to develop. We worked for the better part of a year on figuring it out. Initially, from an idea standpoint, we were sort of consciously looking around for the right product innovation. And that's something that you can't force. And so we actually went to Money 2020 in Europe a little while back, met this vendor, and we had this cutting edge technology, which basically was a ring. Apply the contactless technology that exists in your plastic card in your wallet and took the shape of a ring. And we just thought that was incredibly cool. And Sometimes we overanalyze and really do heavy research for certain types of decisions. But when it comes to big ideas and innovation, sometimes we just sort of follow our gut. And this is one where we just kind of followed our gut, actually. We did obviously some basic cursory research and due diligence, but really this is something that we sort of saw and it just felt like an immediate fit. 
Oh, absolutely. And I love when you said that this was a fit, very appropriate <laughs> for a ring. And I'll tell you, I am going to sign up to get one of these things. I just can't wait to rock the coffee shop and pay with my ring. <laughs> yeah, You'll just, make some new friends. You'll see. Yeah, maybe I'll get some free coffee out of it too, which would be <laughs> doubly good. Now, this is going to have a presence in the metaverse. I've got to be honest, the metaverse is still something I am trying to understand. Maybe you can explain for me what the interaction between the ring, the metaverse, and a person's finances would be. You know, the sum of the experiences is meant to be forward-leading, cutting-edge, technological, and a bit of fun too, right? And so we didn't do these things in complete silos. So we thought about for example, how the pay ring as a concept connects with a Bitcoin rewards card, which we were first to market a year and a half ago, and having an outpost in the metaverse, right? What we've seen is that we've got customers who bought into the payment ring and they're free for now. This sort of early promotional period it comes with your checking account, no additional cost. And so we've got a nice, nice group of customers out there that have their pay ring on their finger, right? That's connected to their Bitcoin rewards checking account. And they're now able to also claim NFTs in the metaverse. And we can dig into the metaverse. If you ask 10 people what it is, you'll get something like 10 answers. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like with this ring, I would go from being a total tech boob to like being the most tech savvy person I know. I mean, Bitcoin, payment, Wearing a ring, getting into the metaverse, it's absolutely incredible with technology like this. So this all seems to fold into the digital first approach that Quantic has. Are there other projects right now that you're working on that you could clue us in on? Well, let's talk about the metaverse a little bit. It's so nascent. It's so early stages that I could take you into the metaverse, into our location with one click. So we went live. We've got a page on our site. Basically, we have a call to action that says jump in, and that will take you right to our plot of land in Decentraland, right? Decentraland is a platform that is a metaverse platform. And all the metaverse is, is the promise of a virtual experience, right? And so going back to sort of the early days of that, if we were to jump in now, it would look a whole lot like a video game. You don't need virtual goggles. In fact, Decentraland doesn't work yet with virtual goggles. It should by the end of the year. And so it's not a true virtual experience. And I think we're just getting started here. And that's the exciting part. And we want it to be on the cutting edge of that. I think the promise is there. We're certainly not betting the farm, but we're firm believers in the upside. We're firm believers in the experience, especially as a digital bank. When we think about our roots as a community bank and having that connection with people you know, locally, and we've lost that. And we're trying to be honest with ourselves with these things. And we're a national digital bank. We've got customers in all 50 states. And, you know, what is our relationship with them? How do we build community? And this was a really great answer for us. This was a virtual space that we can invite people into. And what does a bank branch look like in the year 2060, right? We're trying to think a little bit bigger picture here. The point is what it is today, I think is just barely scratching the surface. Well, absolutely. And not knowing anyone else that is attempting this or trying this, it sounds like while you still have Quantic very much rooted in the day-to-day -day nuts and bolts of digital banking, you have 
investment, if you will, in this new technology that can only stand to grow. And as it grows, you grow with it. That is really exciting stuff. We want to be the bank that got you into wearables. We want to be the bank that invited you and got you into the metaverse. And so we have this very sort of non-stuffy, plain-spoken approach to rolling these things out. And I think what we've learned so far is that we've invited people into the metaverse. We broke it down in, in simple terms, sort of meeting people where they are. And people really enjoy it. Wow. That's all I can say, Mr. Intellectual Podcast host here. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And there you go. I mean, you have just named something that banks, right? Financial institutions, we are part of a person's larger world. That's sometimes an easy thing to forget, but you introduce people to crypto. You introduce them to the metaverse. Then it's not just about the given services a bank provides. It's about helping people to move forward with their lives and just seems like an incredible way to drive customer loyalty. That's the hope. And having this sort of inviting approach, by the way, it wasn't the initial plan. It was for the metaverse because it crystallized over time. And it crystallized by the time we sort of decided to pursue this, which was just a few months ago, by the way. So incredible job by my team and a few other folks to make it happen in such short order. But for example, with Bitcoin rewards, initially that was designed for the crypto enthusiast because A, we just thought that it would be easier to market to an existing audience that is bought in, right? It's easier to not have to do the job to sell the concept of crypto, but to have a great product that earned rewards. And then selfishly, of course, from a business standpoint, because you can sort of correlate early adopter crypto enthusiasts with people with high balances, right? What we found was that this really was more of a product for the crypto toe dippers. <laughs> it's sort of <laughs> a persona that my team came up with. That's something that we learned, we pivoted, and that's kind of the fintech type approach that I've done my best to try and bring that to the business as much as possible. It's that pivotability, if that's a word, and the ability to sort of look at what you've done, what's worked, what hasn't, and be open to you know just changing course. We really rarely do 180s, but we very often veer to the left or veer to the right and feel good about it. And when you keep veering to the left and keep veering to the right, it's just like a maze puzzle. So many banks are trying to figure out where to even enter the maze. I'm excited. I'm going to be following this regardless. I am signing up for one of these payment rings. I am really geeked to see how it works. And thank you so much for introducing that technology to consumers everywhere. Thank you for explaining it to me. And also, thank you for being on Bankadelic today. Of course, Lou. Appreciate it. Aaron Walner is Chief Marketing Officer at Quantic Bank. He is based in Washington, D.C. Quantic is based in New York City. Be sure to look for Aaron on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. 
sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q U O N. T-I-C-Bank.com. Hey, thanks for coming into Lou's Coffee Shop today. How may I help you? Yeah, I'll take a triple mochaccino latte chai with four shots and a blueberry muffin. Okay, great. So let's see. That'll be $11.10, please. Okay, hold on. Shirt's a little tight. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm taking off my shirt. Well, wait, it's only 40 degrees outside. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. <laughs> See that? Yeah, it's an ugly, hairy chin. No, no, I mean, look at my nipple. What? Yeah, look at my nipple, this one, this one. That's a ring, so what? <laughs> no, dude, it's a payment nipple ring. A payment nipple ring. Who paid you to... No, 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 no. Let me see your touch screen. I have to pay for the smoker, so what I'm going to do is lean over and touch my nipple. No! Stop. You are not putting your nipple on my touch screen. I'd rather give you the drink for free. Although I'm not going to do that. We take. <laughs> Ted, you, you take the nipple ring, right? You, you want to get paid. No, we take debit cards. We take payment by smartphone. You could even Venmo me for all I care. Write me a check. I am not taking a nipple ring. I do not have to take a nipple <laughs> ring. Whoa. <laughs> you know, they take nipple rings down the street. That's the tattoo parlor you're pointing to. Well, look, <laughs> you either want my business or you don't. I'm not so sure that... <laughs> yeah, I mean, later today, me and my friends, uh, part of the nipple ring group, we were going to need about 25 mochas and a ton of everything bagels with schmear on them. And okay, 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 look, let me hold this up. You, you touch your nipple to the touch screen and... <laughs> I knew you'd see it my way, dude. Dude, Bankadelic presents Three Bullseyes. 
number one. And all the metaverse is, is the promise of a virtual experience, right? And so going back to sort of the early days of that, if we were to jump in now, it would look a whole lot like a video game. Number two. We've got a nice, nice group of customers out there that have their pay ring on their finger, right? That's connected to their Bitcoin rewards checking account. And they're now able to also claim NFTs in the metaverse. Number three. There's technology solutions there, chatbots, but do people want to talk to chatbots? It's really a puzzle almost to try and figure out where to apply automation and then where to make sure that we're not letting go of and forgetting about the human touch and that experience for the customer to be frictionless and hopefully enjoyable. And now, Lose Views. In their excellent book, Blue Ocean Strategy, business scholars W. Chan Kim and Renee Malborn discuss the concept of red oceans and blue oceans. A red ocean, simply put, is one full of blood. You swim with the sharks and don't get eaten. Think about a neighborhood in a city that has 20 pizzerias in it, all serving pretty much the same thing, all trying to compete for the same customers who want the same thing. Then there's the blue ocean, where an adventurous entrepreneur or business introduces something that has never existed before and has the market all to itself. The most obvious example would be Apple's introduction of the iPhone in 2007. It wasn't just a way to get email, it wasn't just a way to text, it was a way to make phone calls, and it was a way to play music and surf the internet. Apple had that market to itself for a good long while. Financial institutions can think of the blue ocean as well, and as Aaron Wallner shared on today's podcast, Quantic Bank is trying things out that are fairly unprecedented as banks go, conventional or digital. A payment ring that allows people to walk into a coffee shop and literally hand over, or finger over if you prefer, their payment. Adventures into the metaverse. A new platform that promises to deliver so much to people's lives. And yet here's a bank allowing that entree. And Bitcoin rewards checking. In theory, the rewards that you get from such a checking account could far outpace the money in the account itself. Banks have to be different, and in differentiating, they have to offer things that will surprise and delight customers. Quantic Bank is leading the way with some things that are fairly unconventional and haven't really been tried en masse. But in doing that, it's living up to the promise of a blue ocean. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and at the Civil War reenactment as Abraham Lincoln. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.